Driver left accident scene near Tullow. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Garthia investigating a road traffic accident that occurred on the N81 near Tullow last Tuesday night. They are appealing for information regarding the movements of a white Ford Transit van which was found on fire on the Rathvilly Road out of Tullow at about 10.30pm. The fire service attended the scene and extinguished the blaze while a telephone pole was also damaged. Gardaí believed that the van crashed into the telephone pole and that the driver of the vehicle had left the scene. Anyone with information should contact Tullow Garda Station on 059-9151-222. Childhood Friends Unite for Fundraising Mini Marathon Across Three Time Zones Article by Suzanne Pender Five childhood friends donned their running shoes in three different time zones across the globe last Saturday for a virtual mini-marathon in aid of the Irish Kidney Association. Sarah May, Lawrence Stewart, Maeve Howe, Mona Mullins and Eva Balfe undertook the challenge of the VHI Women's Mini-Marathon in solidarity with Sarah and a cause very close to her heart. Organ Donor Awareness and Funds for the Irish Kidney Association. Sarah, from Browns Hill, Carlow, was just 16 years old when her father, Paul, who was advertising manager with The Nationalist, died in 2008. Paul had courageously battled end-stage kidney disease, which had progressed to dialysis treatment in 1984. At the weekend, the ladies all synchronised their watches to undertake the run at the same time from their locations in Abu Dhabi, Melbourne, Kildare and Carlow. Wearing their bright yellow running t-shirts with Irish Kidney Association branding, Sarah May and Lauren Stewart, both from Browns Hill, set off on their 10km distance on home turf. In nearby Kildare, Maeve sported the same bright IKA top when pounding the roads in her native Athai. Running for the cause in the land down under was Mona Mullins, also from Browns Hill, now working as a nurse in Melbourne. Their friend Ava jogged along under the warm sunshine in the Emirates capital of Abu Dhabi, where she lives and works as a teacher. Four of the friends had been classmates since they were children attending Benekeri National School and continuing together right through secondary level at St. Leo's College. Sarah May, who works in human resources for a Dublin-based software company, has been working remotely since the COVID-19 lockdown. Sarah's mother, Pat, and her late father, Paul, joined the Carlow branch of the Irish Kidney Association, IKA, and became active members. Pat was elected to the National Board in 2001, and she became National Secretary in 2007, before taking up a two-year tenure of National Honorary Chairman in 2009. No doubt, influenced by her late father and her mother, Sarah has also aligned herself closely to the IKA and has taken a week out of every summer, with this year being the exception, to travel as team writer with Transplant Team Ireland when they compete at World and European Transplant Games. 
I'm delighted my friends are supporting me by running in the first ever virtual women's mini marathon, which was to take place earlier this year, said Sarah. A huge positive is that because it is virtual, it can be done anywhere in the world, and it's a fun way to connect with my far away and closer to home friends while supporting the Irish Kidney Association, which does great work in advocating for kidney patients and their families, as well as promoting the organ donor card. I want to thank all those people who have supported the fundraiser so far and hope they will also consider organ donation and let their friends and family know their wishes, said Sarah. The ladies have already raised more than €1,000 through their Just Giving fundraising platform. If you wish to donate, go to www.justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash Sarah May 19. Organ donor cards can be obtained by phoning the IKA on 01-6205-306 or free text the word donor to 50050. John's exploits on 2FM win €3,000 for hospice. Article by Charlie Keegan. For the past 15 years, John Gibbons from Carlow Town has been building a reputation in the music business in London as a DJ and record producer. But the 37-year-old musician has clearly never forgotten his roots. Recently, John boosted the funds of the County Carlow Hospice Committee by €3,000, the proceeds of his winning a 2FM breakfast show challenge. As part of RTE's World Cup rugby coverage from Japan last year, the breakfast show, hosted by Owen McDermott and Darren Garrahy, invited some of Ireland's best-known music artists to the Donnybrook Studios for their Celebrity Sumo Challenge. With competition fierce and a lineup including Gavin James, Codaline, The Blizzards and more, John Gibbons literally fought off the competition, including memorable battles with Chasing Abbey and Dean from the Academic in the final, to take the crown and claim a top prize of €3,000 for his nominated charity, County Carlow Hospice. Last month, the proceeds of his win arrived in John's bank account and were promptly transferred to the County Carlow Hospice Committee. It was a most generous gesture from the Carlo musician. Having grown up close to the town's district hospital, which houses the palliative care beds provided through the voluntary County Carlo hospice movement, it is obviously something that's close to John Gibbon's heart. Patricia Wall, chairperson of County Carlo Hospice Committee, extended sincere thanks for John's act of great generosity noting his strong association with his hometown and his care for the welfare of the people of the town and county who require palliative care. Patricia also expressed her thanks for the ongoing financial support of the people of the county for the hospice cause. Having produced and toured internationally since 2005, John first charted in 2008 with his track Beautiful Filth, a collaboration with fellow Irishman Simon Tist, which crossed over from underground clubs to peak at number 22 on the Irish singles chart and reached number one on the Irish dance chart. 
He then spent several years working on studio productions, after which followed the 2013 release of collaborative singles All I Need and Colder, both of which were radio hits in Ireland, with the latter charting on the official Irish singles list. In 2015, the Carlo native signed a record and publishing deal with London-based Good Soldier Songs, home to acts such as the 1975 Freer Ridings and Biffy Clyro, and that year released Your Love, his first solo single. It received significant radio airplay in both the UK and Ireland. The 2016 follow-up, Would I Lie to You?, reached number 34 in Ireland and number 53 in the UK, achieving certified silver status in the UK and gold in Ireland. His single, PYT, Pretty Young Thing, released in April 2017, charted at number 48 in the UK and at number 21 in Ireland, earning double platinum status, as well as number 12 on the UK dance singles chart and number 1 on the UK indie singles. Retaining a studio in Carlow and a still very frequent visitor to his hometown, John's musical output has continued at a prolific rate over recent years, with numerous global hits and chart positions for singles. In 2019, the John Gibbons remix of Westlife's single Hello My Life was released and saw an immediate spike in sales resulting in the single re-entering the UK Top 20. The Carlo DJ and producer, whose material has also charted in Germany, released his remix of If You Wanna Be Loved by a Thai pop band Picture This in April 2019, and has also recently worked with acts such as Bastille, Anne-Marie, Ollie Murs and Gavin James. Gibbons, a past pupil of Presentation College Carlo, has a slew of new material due out in late 2020 and headlines Dublin's Olympia Theatre in April 2021. University status comes one step closer. Article by Elizabeth Lee. County Carlo has taken a further step to having its very own university as the local Institute of Technology received a cash injection of 5.1 million euro to upgrade its status. The move towards university status is now in its advanced stages and involves the Institute of Technology Carlo merging with Waterford Institute of Technology. The announcement of 5.1 million euro funding for the Technological University of the Southeast of Ireland TUSEI project has been welcomed by Dr. Patricia Mulcahy, President of IT Carlo, and Professor Willie Donnelly, President of the Waterford Institute of Technology. A joint statement said, This substantial funding comes at a pivotal time for the TUSEI project as we move into the final key stages of developing the university. It will underpin our commitment to the establishment of the TU on the 1st of January 2022 and demonstrates the confidence that the Minister and the Higher Education Authority have in our commitment and our capacity to deliver a successful technological university for our region and Ireland. IT Carlo celebrates its 50th anniversary. Article by Elizabeth Lee. 
1970 was the year the Beatles broke up, and when anti-Vietnam War students protested on college campuses across the United States of America. Closer to home, 1970 was the year in which Dana won the Eurovision, President Nixon visited Ireland, and Institute of Technology Carlo, then known as Carlo Regional Technical College, RTC, first opened its doors to students. This autumn, IT Carlo marks a 50-year milestone since it first offered higher education programmes to learners across the southeast. There have been many changes in that half-century and a great many achievements by the college in its journey to becoming one of Ireland's largest institutes of technology. Since its foundation, IT Carlo has grown from a regional technical college to an institute of technology with over 9,000 learners pursuing more than 200 programmes of study from certificates to doctorates. The college has grown in size and in reputation to become one of Ireland's most respected higher education establishments and an engine of growth for the South East region with global alumni of more than 60,000 people. College President Dr Patricia Mulcahy commented, Earlier this year, when we planned a programme to celebrate our 50 years, we never imagined that 2020 would be such an unforgettable year. The pandemic means that we will not mark our significant birthday in a way that we had planned. We will, however, reflect on this Institute's journey over 50 years, its many achievements and its legacy. We are now at a transformational time in its history, as we move towards becoming a technological university in 2022. Opened on the 22nd of September 1970 at a cost of £500,000, the first courses offered by the then Carlo RTC covered technology, science and business, with special emphasis given to food technology, industrial processing and instrumentation. A two-year hotel management course designed for existing hotel employees cost £160 a year, which included fees and accommodation. Job opportunities heralded for graduates at the time included computer programming, work-study specialist, quality controller and company secretary. John Gallagher, educated at Summerhill College in Sligo and University College Cork, was appointed principal of the new regional college in January 1970. He is a chartered engineer and prior to his appointment was a senior lecturer at Liverpool Polytechnic. He steered the institute through its early years when the regional technical colleges were under the vocational educational committees until they were placed on an independent basis by the Regional Technical Colleges Act in 1993 and subsequently received Institute of Technology status in the late 1990s. Mr Gallagher retired in 2003. A 1917 newspaper article in The Nationalist, entitled A Yellow World in Carlo, penned by broadcaster and Carlovian Olivia O'Leary, quoted a young electrical apprentice who spoke of the advantages of studying at Carlo RTC. He commented, Country students don't have to go to the cities, running the risk of losing their identity in an anonymous mass. 
we want to make people aware of the fact that the college exists for everyone and that there are classes and courses here which can be taken by people of any age. In the same article, student Claire Carberry said, This is going to be better than a university. It will be less impersonal because we have a better staff-student ratio. Fifty years later, IT Carlo is at an advanced stage in its trajectory to becoming a technological university, surpassing the original vision of its founders. In reaching 50 years, we thank the people before us who made this possible, and we look to the future as Institute of Technology Carlo continues to evolve and lead, commented Dr Mulcahy. We look forward to another 50 years of knowledge and innovation, of openness and engagement, of ambition and success. Outdoor Bingo in Hanover raised €800 Euro for charities. Article by Suzanne Pender. Bingo and lots of banter has not only helped the residents of Hanover Carlow through the lockdown and beyond, but raised a fantastic €800 Euro for two local charities. Last week, residents of the Carlow town area kindly donated €400 Euro each to the Friends of the Sacred Heart Hospital and Carlow Alzheimer's, proceeds from their weekly game of bingo. Back in March, Hanover residents began running street bingo games at a social distance on the green every Saturday, weather permitting, with residents coming out in their droves to take part. Organiser Peter Nolan, with the help of Jacqueline and Valerie Sheen, got the ball rolling, so to speak, and quickly they had upwards of 80 residents taking part. I'd put the money from the books in a jar and save it every week, explains Peter, who also called out the numbers. We started back in March, and during the good weather in April and May, we could have 80 people out. As the restrictions eased and people went back to work, the numbers taking part reduced. But even so, the bingo kept going right up to last week. Peter described the banter, fun and goodwill among the residents while they played bingo as unbelievable. They are talking about another one for Christmas, but I'm not sure about bingo outside at Christmas, smiles Peter, who recalls being caught a few times in the middle of the green in the lashing rain. Peter thanked fellow Hanover resident David Delaney, who kindly loaned his speaker each week for bingo, and the various local businesses who donated prizes over the weeks, including Bernard Horahan of Thailand Style and John Brennan Electrical. Both the Friends of the Sacred Heart Hospital and the Carlo branch of the Alzheimer's Society thanked the residents for their generosity. Resource Centre wins a spot at Intensive Two-Day Workshop. Article by Suzanne Pender. Forward Steps Family Resource Centre Tullow has won a place on Rethink Ireland's Genesis programme. An intensive two-day workshop focusing on building the skills needed for sustainable social enterprise and securing future funding opportunities. The Tullow-based Family Support Information and Advice Centre is among 24 enterprises that will receive strategic support to help expand their impact through the Genesis programme. Forward Steps Family Resource Centre and all the recipients of funding and support from Rethink Ireland 
are doing vital work in their communities to promote social and economic well-being. And I wish to congratulate them on their achievements, said Joe O'Brien, Minister of State, with responsibility for community development and charities. Now more than ever, we need innovative leaders to rethink the way we live and work at an individual, local and national level to create a fairer, more inclusive and sustainable society for everyone. These awardees are excellent examples of the importance of social enterprise to Irish society and the economy. Rethink Ireland's CEO, Deirdre Mortel, described social enterprises like Forward Steps Family Resource Centre as being at the forefront of achieving positive social change for communities across Ireland using business skills and clever thinking to drive their social mission. Kathleen Hullohan, Chief Executive of Carlow County Council, extended the local authorities' congratulations to Forward Steps Family Resource Centre. The COVID-19 crisis has brought about huge challenges for our local communities in recent months, at both a social and economic level. Social enterprises are at the heart of these challenges within our local communities. Thanks to Rethink Ireland and the Social Enterprise Development Fund, innovative organisations like Forward Steps Family Resource Centre will continue to bring about positive social change, while also boosting the local economy by creating jobs, said Miss Holohan.